Hey podcast, just before we get you to this episode, I wanted to invite you to join us at pageantlaunch.com. We are starting the world's first dedicated pageant review site and we want you to join our launch team. All you need to do is put in your email address. It's completely free. We are looking to make the pageant industry safe, transparent, and fair, and we'd love your input on how to do that. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, whack in your email address, and let's get you to this episode. I'm Claire Beebe, I'm Miss Cumbria Galaxy 2019, and this is my interview with The Pageant Project. Hello everyone, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project and I have Claire Beebe, who is Miss Cumbria Galaxy 2019. Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you. Claire was saying that it was a bit surreal to be here. I think it's the first time it's been described as surreal. Claire, I guess, how has everything been for you since Galaxy? I mean, I I saw Alive Danielle was doing um, the winner of your MS division. She said it's been exactly a month, I think, since it all happened. How has life been for you since then? Uh, Well, I was at work for a week after Galaxy, Um, And then we went into lockdown. So I've been at home with my girls and my dog since then. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been Disney and baking. I can can imagine. Uh, Now I've got a few (laughs) comments coming in. Guys, if you have any questions for Claire or any, any messages of support, put them in the comments. I think that's Hannah has already said, Hannah, Bradley has already said, hey, Claire Beebe, so excited to see this. And I can't quite, sorry, guys, the comment section is a bit too small, so I can't see who that is. The first, I think you might be able to tell me who this is, Claire. It says D-A-N-A. It just says Dana. I think that's the first. Okay. And it's, uh, she said Claire, and then I think maybe a Laura. So we've got a few people. Guys, sorry, I can't quite see your names, but if you have any questions, put them in and I'll pass them on to Claire. Uh, Claire, let's start with the easy stuff. Can you give the people watching an idea of sort of your pageant history, your pageant background, and how you got involved to begin with? Yeah, of course. So um, I started pageant in 2010. So I am also a class of 2010 for Miss England. Although I didn't win my heat, I came, um, I came third runner-up. And after that, I was too old. So I, I aged out right after my first pageant. Wow, um, okay. I then, after being too old, I was asked back by... Um, the Northwest Miss England organizer Mark Jones um, as a scout. So I helped scout for the next Miss Cumbria. Um, And then, which was really good, the first year I scouted, I actually picked the next Miss Cumbria. So you did well there. Got an eye, got an eye. Um, And then um, through scouting, I then went on to judging. but I think Mark knew that I still had that. I had that book. I wanted to get on the stage again, and it just so happened that the year I competed in Miss Cumbria, my um, the choreographer for Miss Cumbria was Miss Cheshire. 
mm-hmm. aka Holly Perry. <laughs> it's a small world, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so he said Holly started up her own pageants, um, Galaxy. Mm. So then my second pageant was actually Galaxy. Um, and I did compete in Miss twice um, before I then went on to try and compete in uh, Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. So I competed in Intercontinental three times, um, coming top five twice, I think it was, top ten, two top fives. Mm-hmm. Competed in um, Miss Great Britain, won Miss Great Britain Best Smile, still no crown. Competed again in Intercontinental, which was Intercontinental International. Yeah. But I was actually too old for International, so I was only competing for Intercontinental. Um, and again, top five, no crown. Um, I then took more time on the judging side of things and mm-hmm. um, concentrated on that for quite a while. And then I had my two little girls, left pageants for a little bit didn't think I'd come back right but it was always there and you know I think it's when you've competed for so long and you know I just miss being on stage that's all I missed it wasn't the the want for a crown it was that buzz you get when you're on stage that I really missed yeah yeah I I certainly have heard that many many times before uh have you given any thought to what your future pageant plans are Uh, I have actually already applied for Miss Galaxy for next year okay okay that's I think that'll make a a lot of people happy um it's it's amazing (laughs) to me because obviously that was the first time I've been to Galaxy UK how many of the girls signed up for next year before we even left Chorley. They, they, as soon as they got yeah. off the stage, as soon as the night was over, it was like they already put in their applications <laughs> for next year. I think they were talking to Holly going, why, why aren't the application forms on the website? And we were still at the pageant. I've never seen anything like that before. Um, we've got a few comments coming in. I won't read them all out. But guys, if you have any questions, yeah. obviously I'll read them out to Claire because she can't see them. Uh, we do have one saying Eleanor and Isabel are so, so proud. Um, and Claire, you can go back to these afterwards and see, uh, you can comment yeah. back to them. And also another one, super proud of you, sweetheart. I think it's a Julie. Sorry, guys, I can't see your names fully. As you can see on the screen, it's cutting it off. But Julie has said, super proud of you, sweetheart. And then there's a woohoo and a yes, it has. Uh, so, Claire, you obviously, uh, you said, I didn't realize you had such a such a detailed pageant history. What made you decide to enter Galaxy? Obviously, you've competed in a few systems before. What got you to compete in Galaxy? And I guess what's bringing you back to Galaxy, given that you're going to be competing again next year? Yeah, I think with Galaxy, it's it's about being you. It's I don't. I'm naturally I'm quite an awkward, geeky person. Like I'm not this sassy kind of. I'm not mm-hmm. articulate. I couldn't like wow people with a speech, but I can be myself. And that's what I love about Galaxy. It's you just you bring yourself to the stage, and and that's always stuck with me. And it, I don't know, just something just really dragged it. I've actually before the, uh, this year, I applied mm-hmm. twice. And um, the first time I was out, and I got a bit panicky and decided not to. Then last minute wanted to apply, but I was too late. 
Um, and then the second time I fell pregnant with my second daughter, so I paid my deposit, but then <laughs> had to pull out. And I even said to Holly, like, please don't, like, completely, like, remove me from this competition because if I if I have her early, I will be on that stage. Oh, that's dedication. <laughs> but, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work out that way. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about it. There seems to be this ongoing joke with UK Galaxy that if you want to get pregnant, that you enter UK Galaxy and you fall pregnant. I, I think it's oh, happened yeah, it to enough. <laughs> well, that's that's a good side effect, I guess. Um, so, Claire, you you said you're geeky. Is there any particular way in which you're geeky? Because not, I mean, a lot of the pageant girls that I interview say they're not typical pageant girls. So much so that it's now a typical thing to say that you're not a typical pageant girl. But in terms of geekiness, are, are there any particular ways in which you're geeky? I just I like. Do you know a lot of pageant girls like have this sass about them and like. I just don't have that sass. Like, for me, I'd rather be, like, chilling in my sweats with a Harry Potter book, you know? Like, I'm just not... I don't have that... I don't... Oh, it's like that. I get like this. Like, my interview at Galaxy... For example, yeah. this is a good example. My interview at Galaxy. Because I wanted to walk out. I was like, oh, I normally shake hands now, but, you know, with the coronavirus... You know, I can't, so I'll just do this. And I walked out and I was like, why Why did you do that? You did what? I went... <laughs> you look like you're waxing <laughs> a car. <laughs> and I stood there like, oh, hang on, look, my dog's changed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would have thought maybe like a, a wave like this or something, but well, this is... Well, that, that would have been the normal thing to do. This is, yeah. um, this, this is a new thing. Um, I mean, interviews are often the most dreaded part. And for some people who started off dreading interview, it then becomes their favourite part. I mean, in terms of the competition, what, what parts do you like and which parts for you are still a little bit challenging? So interview is always challenging for me. Because, like I said, I'm just I'm not that articulate. I can't. Mm. I won't go into a room and I won't wow people. I can just be me. Um, another one that I've never enjoyed is fashion wear. I've always not really liked it because you're meant to be yourself in fashion wear and you're meant to show your personality, but I've never quite worked out how to do that. So in clothes. This, yeah. Th yeah. This year I, I took a different approach to it. And I actually, I sat down with my friends and I said to them, like, what do you think I should wear? What would show my personality? And that's how I came up with the suit. Oh, that's right. I remember seeing that photo yeah. now. And it's interesting you say that about fashion wear because I've actually had the exact same thought. And I think if I ever yeah. was to do a fashion wear round and I was just supposed to show myself, I think I would dress in a suit too because that's me yeah. it'd be either that or it'd be track pants and sports gear there's no <laughs> there's no in there's no in between if you know what i mean um so does that does that mean so fashion wear and interview are the challenging uh challenging sections so out of the other sections which yeah. one has been your favorite swimwear swimwear every time 
I love swimwear. I don't know quite what it is, but when I'm at home, I will complain and I'll moan and I've got lumps and bumps that I don't like and I've got stretch marks and I've got all the rest. And, you know, I'll moan about it and I'll complain. As soon as I'm in a pageant and I'm in my swimwear, I feel incredible and none of that matters and it's like it never existed. And I get up yeah. on that stage and I just, I love life. That's, um, I've seen, first off, we've got Danielle, she's watching, she said, hi, beautiful, and that she loved your fashion wear. Hannah has said your fashion wear was insane in all capitals. And we've got a question uh, from Shaz, but just before I go around to that question, I, whenever I take on an interview, I always look through the Instagram, et cetera, just to, to have a look. And I've seen a photo of you, I think it was in your swimwear section, and you look extremely fit so is there any particular do you do you do anything sort of behind the scenes or any hobbies that are sort of gym related because that looks like a gym body to me you don't get yeah. a body like that just by accident so how did that happen because that's not an act that's not accident <laughs> that they, that happened by a sponsorship this year and um, right. i had some wonderful sponsors um a local gym called extreme fitness um, and Lee put me through my paces on the Lean program. Right. So it's an, it's an eight-week program, and it's instead of being on a diet, it's like a lifestyle change. Nice. So instead of, of starving yourself on rice and chicken for months, he, he tweaks where you're going wrong, and he, he encourages you. It, it's kind of like you're, you're in a Facebook group. Hmm. So you're taking a responsibility for what you're doing as well as, so it's it just really, it's, I, I, I'd recommend it to anyone. I never thought it would work for me. Yeah. Because I, I love my food and I'm not great. I, I love pizza. I love burgers. Like pull There's a pageant burger, girl. Barbecue chicken pizza. I'd eat it every day. <laughs> but, but, There's I a pageant girl. Pulled, pulled, pulled pox on the menu on extreme. So that, that helps keep me, keep me what in the right it direction. Paul, Paul Potts, is it? Pulled pork. Pulled, oh, pulled pork. Okay. I thought yeah. this was some <laughs> brand I haven't heard of. Because <laughs> I keep hearing about these brands in the UK. I'm like, what, what's that? Um, I'm, I'm a fan of anything that allows you to have pulled pork. Uh, but um, what do we got? Okay, so we'll go to the questions. And Shaz has a question here. She's also said body goals. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Shaz has asked, anything you would change for next year? Oh, um, yes. My, I really need to change how much I put myself across on social media. Um, I did have a couple of people who were in the final comment that I was the dark horse in the competition. Mm -hmm. And I thought, although that, I don't take that offensively, I did find it a bit strange considering I've been in pageants for 10 years that I was like the dark horse where I thought, is that because I haven't put myself out on social media enough and I haven't got my face out there? And I didn't really go to many pageants or anything. Obviously, having children, it's a little bit harder working full-time. Of course, yeah. Um, I'd also do a lot more appearances, which is, to be honest, my appearances were as I, I went for quantity over uh, quality over quantity. Yeah. So I did things that meant something to me. Of course, More yeah. than I'm just going to get loads in. 
Yeah. It's, it's very difficult for someone in your position, obviously having children as well. And um, I know the yeah. quality over quantity debate ha has been sort of doing the rounds, um, but certainly getting your, your name out, I guess even if you do go to the appearance, but you don't post it on social in, in this, uh, or you don't post a few times, at least on social, you don't take a story whilst you're there. It's almost like if it's not on Instagram, it didn't happen. Um, it, I mean, in terms of, because you do have, have the kids, how difficult though, give people an idea, how difficult was it to schedule the appearances in around everything else, including work and children and things like that? Yeah, it was more, I had to do more organised, so it was more races, um, giving blood, um, things that could be planned in advance more than mm. just turning up on the day. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Now, Glenn has said, I don't know if this is the person who said was your sponsor, but he said, well done, keep it up. Uh, and we have a question from a Lisa asking, who is your inspiration? Oh, pageant-wise, my inspiration would be Beth, I was going to say Greener, Beth Parr. Beth Parr, yeah. I, yeah, absolutely adore Beth. She's, she's just, oh, she's just perfect. Like, I think she's brilliant. I, I always thought when I first saw Beth, she was, you know, like she was untouchable, like she was just so, but I came back, I actually judged um, one of the power pageants. Yeah. And she she came straight over to me and she gave me a hug and a kiss. And I just thought, oh, I was just like proper fangirling over it. And then like we had conversations, she's been like such a great support for my galaxy. Um, I, I think she's incredible. She, um, when was the first time that you saw her? Was, was it in one of the pageants you were competing in, one of the ones you were judging? Um, How did you get to know her? The first time, I think, was at, when I was competing in Intercontinental and International. I can't remember if she was competing that year right. or if it was the year after she'd competed in International. Well, that's like my first memory of her seeing so, you know, that she was sat at the side like smiling away and she's got such like that big beautiful white smile yeah she was actually um interesting fact she was one of the first uk queens that i ever interviewed um, after i interviewed maria torres all the way back then and she was i think beth greenham back then and now has subsequently yeah. become beth parr um Claire, if you, guys, if you have any more questions for Claire, whack them in the comments below. But Claire, outside of pageantry, um, the crazy world of pageantry, and I know now is a bit of a weird time with corona and everyone being stuck in, indoors, um, but yeah. what normally would keep you busy outside of pageantry? So I work full-time as a training coordinator. Um, so that's Monday to Friday. Um, and obviously I have my two girls, Eleanor and Isabel, so they keep me very, very busy. Um, and I've got a border collie who you saw before, just by sat by my side now, making the most of me being sat in the kitchen. <laughs> very well um, behaved. And, <laughs> yes, for a change. I've got the back door open just in case. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he keeps me busy too. Yeah, and um, apart from that, I'm, you know, just pageants now. 
Well, I mean, with with, with two kids, I mean, you're, you're going to be busy as it is. I don't know if that would leave much time for hobbies. Uh, ha, being being stuck at home with Corona, has that been more difficult for you? Has it been easier? How have you found it? I think with the situation, um, you've just I've got to make the most of it because I I'll never get this chance yeah. to spend this much time with my girls again. Um, yeah. working full time so I'm just trying to make the most of that um, I did learn today that I have definitely not inherited my mother's baking skills <laughs> did you give I, it yeah, a go did I you try, I, try, I tried to make cookies and basically they just all blended into one big tray bake mess it just asked Danielle I sent her a picture she said it looked good I think she was lying <laughs> um did you follow a recipe or you just kind of made it up as you went yeah, like how did that go I, I, I followed a recipe it just didn't work where did you get the recipe from not not the internet i hope <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> Maybe I, I don't think baking is that difficult. I think you just have to follow the instructions. But I think the whole pageant yeah. world has gone baking mad. I've never seen so many yeah. people making banana bread in my life. It seems to be banana bread, cakes. <laughs> You're talking about cookies. Yeah. Do, do you know what? It was funny because the first time I went to the supermarket, you couldn't get milk or bread. And then right. about a week, a week in to lockdown... I went to the supermarket and you couldn't get flour or uh, like... That's the thing that's missing in Australia as well because everyone has started to bake their own things. Yeah. Right. You, you did have flour though for your cookies though, right? Because if you didn't have flour for your cookies, oh, I know where you went wrong. That's maybe what went wrong. It was shoved in the back of the cupboard from God knows when. <laughs> Maybe it's not your baking skills then. Maybe just um, to, once you get a decent bag of flour, give, give it another go. I mean, I'm sure your children will thank you for learning how to bake. Uh, you've got a question. Who put your shelf up? That's a question in the comments. Who put my shelf? Bit of a strength. Who put uh, your shelf put up? Um, I think it was my father. It's a question from Vinny. Right. Okay, uh, and you've got a question from Brad, which is, if you could give your younger pageant self a piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, be yourself. I think when I first used to compete, I used to watch the other girls um, and I'd watch how they walked on stage and I'd watch what yeah. they were doing and I'd try to copy them. And... I kind of forgot who I was because I was too busy trying to sure. to do what they were doing. Sure. How would you say that, I mean, you've been competing in pageantry, as you said, the uh, first one was back in 2010. So how would yeah. you say that you've changed over those, well, it would be a decade now. How, how have you changed or found yeah. yourself over those 10 years? Um, I think I'm, I'm definitely more comfortable in myself. I know who I am more than I did when I first started. Um, in 2010, it was it was kind of a year of adventure for me. So mm -hmm. I'd applied for, to compete in uh, Miss Cumbria, which was completely out of my comfort zone. Just saw it, thought, why not? I'll go for it. Um, 
I think it was a month after Miss Cumbria, I then went to Mumbai for a month with one of my best friends, Lisa. Um, and we travelled around Mumbai um, working for a children's charity. Um, and then it, it literally just after that, I just got the pageant book and it just stuck. And it's funny because I've never stuck at a hobby before. I've, I've been one of those in and out of hobbies. And when I was little, I did dancing and all sorts and never ever stuck at a netball and hockey. And my mum yeah. used to buy me all the stuff. And never stuck at anything. But pageants has, it's, it stayed with me. Do you have any idea why it stuck with you so much? I don't. I just. I just. I love being on stage. Like, I don't know. I, I just love that buzz that you get from being up there, and I love supporting other women, and I'm all for yeah. women supporting women, and yeah, strong, powerful women being up there just doing what they do. Yeah, and you've mentioned already that you've already signed up for next year. Do you, uh, when you're in the lead up for a pageant, do you have any sort of goals as to where you want to place, or is it more for you a case of you just want to give it your best, do your best, and whatever happens will happen? Yeah, I'm um, definitely more like that. This year, I I really wanted swimwear because mm. of obviously being sponsored by Extreme and working so hard on that, but because it's always been my favourite. And I've come close in the past, um, yeah. and I, if I'd walked away with just swim, if I'd got best in swimwear, I'd have been absolutely buzzing. That's like that. That would have been that. I even said um, to Rebecca when I was like, "This is the one I wanted. This is all I wanted." <laughs> so to Daniel came first runner-up as well. I was I, uh, I was gobsmacked. Just did not expect it. It, there was um they've just put out the uk galaxy highlights a few days ago and they showed all the winning moments and there was a lot of a lot of emotion how did it feel sort of stood there the final two? Oh, it was it was just surreal like it I, it was strange because normally that point that's when i get really nervous and my tummy's doing flips and i absolutely hate life during the crowning like it, it should <laughs> I dread it, I really do, that's the part. And I always feel that thinking, why do I do this to myself? Like, I absolutely hate this part. Um, so this time, for it to feel so natural, and it just, I felt at ease, and I was relaxed, and I think that's why right. I was so shocked. As as I got, but like, top 10, mm. brilliant. I was chuffed a bit to, I'd have been happy to stop there. But then top five, I was like, wow. Like, and I was stood with the girls that I'd followed for ages and I really was like, like, incredible, like Jessica and Kelly. I was just like, Leah, like, these were girls yeah. who had worked so hard. So it was like, and then to be second, like, I was just like, what are you going on? I remember, I, I'm sure it was a photo of you. I think it was in the top three moment where you had a certain look. You looked like... I don't know, you've seen a ghost or, or something. That, that was your photo, right? Because there were a couple of photos like that. But your face looked like, I don't know. <laughs> so was, was this, was, was this, sorry, you go. It was when they announced, um, when they said that Jessica, had, Jess was the third, uh, second runner-up. Second runner-up, yeah. And it was when it clicked in my head that. That means I'm you're in the top, top two. two. 
Like, what, what has happened? And obviously to be in the top two with Danielle, who's someone that I've watched and admired for years, and I followed mm. her journey, and to think, like, what, I'm in the top two with Danielle Latimer. Like, what has just happened? Like... It, yeah, it. I think the um, the calling out of the top ten, top five, and then you know fourth runner up, third runner up. I think for a lot of people was, I think afterwards it's quite enjoyable, but I think at the time maybe traumatic is is a way to describe it for some people. You said that you were calm. You were calm, sort of as I were doing the crowning ceremony. Was that the first time you felt that? That's the first time I've ever felt like that. Like I, I think it's because. I was just, I just wanted to be on stage again. That's all I really wanted. Because I've been away for five years and I hadn't come, like, got on stage and physically competed in right. five years. All I wanted was to be back on stage and to be able to do pageants. So the fact that I was up there, like I'd already yeah. won. So yeah. I'd, anything that came was just a bonus. And then to, to be first runner up, like, oh, didn't expect yeah. it at all. That, that's funny I've interviewed a few girls who said sort of they've had maybe a little bit of a break and then when they've come back and maybe they don't have that expectation it's when they've actually done the best they've ever done so you're not alone um, in, in that sense uh, we have another question from Brad what was your hardest sacrifice what was the hardest sacrifice you had to make whilst preparing for the pageant oh, oh well probably pizza that is because I just love pizza like I will use any excuse to eat pizza uh, how long like to what extent did you have to sacrifice pizza did you have no pizza in the lead up well, did you only get to have it once no, a in, week or my eight weeks while I was on lean I didn't yeah. touch pizza and um, chocolate anything like that I was really wow. good. Yeah. Wow. And okay. That's not like that me sounds either. tough. That's, yeah. So, um, did you? Was the first thing you did when you? What was the first thing that you ate when you finished the pageant? Then. Oh, what was it? I think I was eating. Yeah. Oh, as soon as I got back, I was eating crisps that my little girl had left. So it was literally <laughs> just scouring the room for anything she liked. Oh, so <laughs> it was little mini eggs and crisps. As it should be. Good to hear. Um, Joe has said, my sister, so proud. Danielle has said, love you so much. I'm so honored to have been holding your hands in that moment. And we have a question from Dana. How do you pick your outfits? Oh, so like I said, my fashion wear, my friends, actually, my girls helped me pick that up. Um, yeah because I just, I wasn't sure where I was going with fashion wear. And I'm a bit of a daydreamer. So mm -hmm. in my head, I will think of this amazing fashion wear and then I'll just daydream about it and daydream about it. And then it's like two weeks before the competition and I haven't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was literally like two weeks before and the girls, we come together and they, they were like oh yeah this and look at that and everyone was having a look through different things and then i saw the suit and i saw the sequin suit so it's between a red velvet suit and a sequin suit 
Wow, and a red velvet suit. Yeah. yeah. Don't think velvet. I've ever seen one of those of red velvet cakes talking about baking, yes, but a red velvet suit. Yeah, a red velvet suit on the sequence. And because I thought that the, obviously before the galaxy, it's been black and, and sparkly in the background. Yeah. So it was a bit like, oh, am I taking a risk? Am I just going to blend in with the, the curtain in the background? And then yeah. we got there and they changed it all to grey. They changed it this year, yeah. A lot of the girls had been talking about yeah. how it's black, the black background, so you can't wear anything black, and then it changed. So I think that worked out quite well for a lot of yeah. people. Yeah, so I was tripped a bit when I'd realised that it had changed. And um, the rest of my outfits, I just... I'm very last minute. I'm very unorganised. So my swimwear was literally arrived the day I left for Galaxy. Um, and <laughs> that's cutting it a my, bit far. My mum was going, yeah, my mum was going mad at me. She was disgusting. <laughs> and I did my interview dress as well for for the rehearsals and the date that arrived the day that we left. So we, I had to. That was when we had to leave. As soon as they arrived, we set off. <laughs> I've, I, I seem to, th I found that pageant girls seem to be in one of two camps. I either they're hyper organized or they're hyper, I wouldn't say disorganized. That might be a bit unkind. I think it's more like spur oh, no, of the moment. Can... No, I'm, I'm disorganized. You can, you can label well, Dan <laughs> Danielle likes to refer to herself as a free spirit. I think that might be a kind of, a kind of way of saying the same yeah. thing. Any, um, is there any chance of the uh, red velvet suit making an appearance next year, or is that? Oh, I'm, I think it, I think I'm going to keep my fashion wear for next year. I think that sounds good. The one I'm going to keep. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, if you find something that's you, I think you got to keep it. Uh, Dana has yeah. asked, do you have someone doing your makeup on the day, or do you do your own? No, I actually did my own. Um, I obviously I can't with having two kids. Um, it's pipes just can get very expensive, um, and I find that the cost mounts up and up and up. Um, so my makeup I did myself, my hair I did myself, um, a lot of my outfit. In fact, the majority of my outfits were all in the sale. I um, I don't think I paid full price for any of. <laughs> And I That's even said this thing. in my interview. They they yeah. asked me what what would I do if I went on to win the title, um, and I said that I'd like to to show girls that you don't. It doesn't need to cost thousands of thousands of pounds to compete and do well. Like you you can if you shop around and you know you get sponsorship and it. Yeah. My dress, my evening gown, that was posture and scarlet. And it should have been hundreds and hundreds of pounds. And it was a dress that I'd looked at and I'd dreamed about and I, I'd wanted for ages. Um, and I noticed um, a boutique in Essex, so completely the other end of the country from me. Right. Um, they they had a sale, um, but there wasn't any of the dresses on that I'd like. So I just emailed them to see if there was anything else, because obviously I wasn't going to be able to visit because it was of that course. far away. Yeah. Um, and she actually said, yeah, I've got a couple in your size. What you would you be interested in? And she did me an amazing deal. Um, and it, she literally, she made my dreams come true with my evening wear. Like I was I'm so in love with it. 
I was chuffed a bit. So, yeah, Finique, if anyone needs a dress. Very nice. I mean, you're, you're, dead, you're dead right. I mean, pageantry can be a very expensive hobby. Um, and some of those dresses are eye-wateringly expensive. Um, Claire, just before we go to the final 10, first off, is everything okay in the background? I can hear someone having, sounds like a bit of a tantrum. But sorry, I lost you there a little bit. Is everything okay in the background? I can just hear someone, sounds like they're someone unhappy in the background. Oh, no, I think this, my little girl's playing in the living room and there's some dogs barking outside. <laughs> Not my dog, right. he's, he's here nuzzling my leg. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll, we'll go towards the wrap-up so you can get back to your busy life. Uh, just before we go to the final 10, do you have anyone that you want to give a shout-out to or just say thanks to for supporting you along your journey? Oh, uh, I don't want to miss anybody out. Um, That's always a problem. <laughs> You can sidestep. Um, I can tell that you can sidestep that question just by saying thank you to all my friends and family. You guys know who you are. That's actually <laughs> the best way of doing it. But if you want to try and name them all, then go for it. Right. Let me try. And I'm sorry if I missed anybody. <laughs> um, so I'd like to thank obviously my mum. Everyone goes for their mum, don't they? First, like she's. She's just a legend. She puts up so much with me, and we're moving on organised better. She pulls out. She's even said like next year that's it. She's not coming next year. She's, you know, I've stressed her out enough with patch. She can't do it anymore. <laughs> she, 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 she'll be there. She just says she will. <laughs> um, and my pageant manager Natalie, who's one of my best friends, she's the one who. Keeps me organized. Well, tries to keep me organized. Tries, tries to keep yeah. Me on yeah, tries to keep me calm when I'm panicking the night before because I haven't done a million things I should have done. Um, my best friend Lisa, who has followed my pageant journey since day one, she was there at the Miss Cumbria final with her mum. She was there at the Galaxy final, just gone with her mum. They both were there and wow. it meant the world for them to both be sat there after 10 years to still be putting up with me. Um, yeah. Who are, my little girl, Eleanor, she, honestly, she's like my biggest fan and my biggest critic. She'll tell me how it is. She really does. And she actually attended a lot of my appearances with me. Um, so that was really right. nice. That's also how I got a lot around a couple of years to take it with me. Uh, obviously Holly and Maria wouldn't mm -hmm. have been there without them um, Mark Jones from Miss England because I'd have never caught the bug without him and I'd have never stuck at it uh, all my friends, all the pageant girls all the Miss girls, all the Mrs girls because on the day the Miss and the Mrs girls we felt like one big group like yeah. at one point if you were to ask me who was a Miss and who was a Mrs uh, I wouldn't have been able to tell. Like everyone was just fantastic. Danielle for just being an incredible queen. Um, oh, it, all my friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've done well. Yeah. You've done well. You, you've covered all your bases. You tried to name everyone, and then you just put all the friends and family at the end. So if anyone is upset that they've been missed out, you can just <laughs> refer. Refer yeah, to that they're, part they're because of, 
Yeah, obviously, I think it's like it takes a village to raise a child. I think it takes a village to support a pageant queen through her journey. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Claire, let's go through the final 10 questions. Um, yeah. It is not rapid fire. Um, as Danielle actually thought in her first interview, she thought she had to answer really quickly. You don't. You can answer as quickly or take as much time as you want. Uh, but the final 10. So number one, what is your favorite word? favorite word uh, fearless very nice number two yeah. what is your least favorite word oh in a certain context the word sound but when it's said as in yeah all right when someone goes yeah sound i'm like oh that's an unusual yeah. one. I don't think I've ever heard that one before. Yeah. Uh, question three in life. What gets you excited? What turns you on? Being on stage. As you've mentioned multiple times, absolutely. So question four, what turns you off? Oh, rude people. People with no manners. Oh, especially when they're driving. That and I get really mad if you start to let someone pass and they don't give you that little wave that takes a second i'm like why why wouldn't you just yeah the yeah door open, say thank you it's just little things absolutely uh now question five you, you mentioned the word sound and i do have to ask you about sound so hopefully that's okay question five is what um what is your favorite sound or noise what sound or noise do you love when my little girl's proper belly laugh when they're like when they're in he said like oh it's just if i could bottle it up i would be a millionaire like that it's just incredible that sound of them proper like cackling their little heads off and what sound or noise do you hate what sound or noise do i hate um <laughs> Probably the dog, when when he wants out, which is a good thing because he tells me he wants out, he does this really annoying repetitive yap and it's, it's like, stop it. I can understand that, yeah. Uh, question seven is probably the most pageant-esque question. Question seven is, if you could have any one superpower, what would you pick and why? Now, I would have said time travel, but I know that Megan said that, didn't she, in her interview? There have been a few people who've said time travel, to be to be yeah, fair. It's more than just Megan, yeah. Yeah, because I would have said to go back to live galaxy again and again. Um, but I think also flight. I'd love to be able to fly because I feel like the one thing I'd want to do that I haven't done is travel the world a bit more. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Fine. Sounds good. Question eight. What job or occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Ooh. Can I be unrealistic here? No, you can be <laughs> you can be as unrealistic as you want. I've had people say they want to be Beyonce, so I mean you can you can shoot for the moon. Oh, okay. 
would love to be a WWE superstar. <laughs> who is who is your favorite WWE superstar? Nikki Bella. Nikki, Be- I saw Nikki Bella recently, not in person. She was um, I I follow I follow Gordon Ramsay, and he had both the Bella twins on a yes. sort of a cooking show with him, um, and that that was because they're so competitive, the two Bella twins. I can't believe I'm talking WWE, yeah. but also they just I think they had was it was it WrestleMania that they just had, and they had to do it to an empty stadium. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. It looked, yeah. It, it seemed dead awkward. It was really strange it would be i i love the undertaker i mean first off i can't believe he's still around but um because yeah. i thought he'd retired but i was like what he's he's back again and then apparently he the, on the i mean you'd know he came out not in his dead man persona but on a bike so um that that, that was unexpected there you go it's, wrestle it's, 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 it's maybe like pageants once you started that day yeah. you can't give it up <laughs> Have you, I mean, you said you're a daydreamer. Have you ever worked out what your uh, signature move would be if you were in WWE? Oh, no, I haven't. I, me and my little girl will we'll pretend to do Brie mode on the bed. So we will do Brie mode. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, if you're going to be a WWE superstar, you have to come up with your signature move. I that's mean, that's, that's part of it. I have to think about <laughs> You also have to work out whether you're going to be a good guy or a bad guy in the whole thing. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. Well, that that was unusual. I enjoyed that. Question nine. What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Oh, um, a politician. Because I'd be useless. I I am feeling for politicians at the moment with everything that's going on. It's just a thankless, thankless job. I don't normally have much sympathy yeah. for politicians, but at the moment I do because it's, it's an absolutely horrible time. Uh, uh, Danielle has said, yeah. I love the Bella Twins. <laughs> okay. I, can't, I can't believe we're talking about <laughs> wrestling. This, first, I've, this is the first. I've never talked about wrestling, and I don't watch a lot of wrestling because it's difficult to get on free-to-air TV here. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've loved wrestling for, for the longest time. I don't care that it's fake. Yeah. I mean, of course, well, that never really surprised anyone. Real. You at least they all admit it now trying to keep up this pretense that it, that it was real is a bit silly anyway fi- yeah. final question Claire if heaven exists what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates oh. I'd love them oh to say oh. a couple of years ago I lost one of my beautiful pageant queens so I'd love them to say that she's been waiting for me. That's beautiful. So like, that sky's been waiting. That's beautiful. Uh, okay. Well, Claire, you've got a load of comments uh, and questions still there. So I'll let you, when you're when you're ready and you've had a bit of a break, go back through and you can see and reply to all the messages and questions that you've got there. But um, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you. It's been amazing. Can I just say as well before I go, I just want to say a big thank you you to our NHS and our key workers who are just keeping our country going at the moment because it really does, like, 
a lot of us are sat at home and all we need to do is to stay put, sit on the sofa, yeah. chill, not leave the house. And then guys are going out to work to try and get back on to go. So just, you know, help them, help them do their jobs and, you know. Absolutely. We'll get through this. Absolutely. Well said. I, I think the pageant community is being very sensible about it, which is which is good to see. There's just a few other people yeah. who are, are being being a little bit selfish, I think. But I think the pageant community as a whole has been very, very good with it, which uh, has been amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Claire, thank you so much for your time. And um, thank you to everyone for watching and commenting. And we will speak to you next time. Thank you. What's up guys, it's Adrian again. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember to head over to pageantlaunch.com. Join our launch team for our review site. It's super important to all of us to make sure that the industry is safe, transparent, and fair. So head over to pageantlaunch.com, write in your email address, and we'll speak to you next time.